Hello, and welcome back to Archives of Fabella Daily, the podcast building skyscrapers in a magical world. Today is January 5th, equal to Capricorn 15th. Books are available on Amazon. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And hit that subscribe button for more great stories right in your feed. January 5th, 1914 AD is the date the Ford Motor Company announces an 8-hour workday and minimum daily wage of $5 in salary plus bonuses. But in the magical wonderland of Fabella, an unorthodox architect designed an architectural masterpiece. I'm Dylan Foley, and this is Archives of Fabella. Beyond our world, there is love. Beyond our world, there is war. Beyond our world, there is life. Beyond our world, there is Fabella. Capricorn 15th, 5914, FY, Fabella year, equal to January 5th, 1914 AD, Earth year. It's a domination age in Fabella, a period where the bad guys have won the war, and now the entire world sits under the Bloodborne Empire. Forty-year-old centaur, Maximus McFarland, is a successful structural engineer and architect. He comes from a well-respected family. The family had already been recognized for their accomplishments in building the first skyscrapers in Fabella. They were considered major innovators for their time. Maximus is now undertaking the McFarland family's greatest feat yet, the construction of a towering 1,776-foot structure, the same height as one World Trade Center in New York City, making it the tallest building in the world. Towers constructed in earlier periods never eclipsed the 1,000-foot mark, this is one of the most unprecedented construction projects ever taken on. Maximus is the project's chief architect and structural engineer, and supporting him throughout this epic undertaking is his wife, Cassandra. Cassandra was considered an attractive, intelligent young mayor who had a sense of pride at being a McFarland and being part of that legacy. The Wyvern Obelisk will be the crowning achievement for the McFarlands. But in Capricorn, the project grinds to a halt. Maximus develops a debilitating disease. The condition leaves him in a terrible state. Rumors swirl that he's dying. Cassandra is devastated. With Maximus incapacitated, the family's legacy hangs in the balance. But then Cassandra proposes a radical solution. If her husband can't oversee the project, perhaps she can. Cassandra steps up to serve as the first female field engineer. 
Cassandra takes charge over the day-to-day building of the Wyvern Obelisk. Cassandra begins to gain the respect of the workers because she actually understood the work. It legitimized her in this new role. Thanks to Cassandra's efforts, construction makes good progress, but the spirited spouse is soon stopped in her tracks. Bloodborne Empire officials find out Cassandra has been leading construction and contend that a mayor is not expert enough to oversee such a project. In fact, both McFarlands are removed from anything to do with the Wyvern Obelisk. So, is this the end of Cassandra's bid to save her family's good name? Cassandra was so angry she could not let this go without a fight. In the face of tense political pressure, Cassandra vows to get back at the Bloodborne Empire. She designs the 2,000-foot Infinity Ridge Tower. Her plans are discovered after her death, and in 5973, the Infinity Ridge Tower is opened in Camelot, taking the title as the tallest building in Fabella from the Wyvern Obelisk. Cassandra achieved her revenge over the Bloodborne Empire and became recognized as one of the most prolific architects in history. That's going to do it for us today. Subscribe now to get more new episodes right in your feed. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Send your questions to archivesoffabella at gmail.com. Archives of Fabella is created, produced, and hosted by Dylan Foley with music by Garrett Ferris and Audioblocks. Books are available on Amazon in ebook and paperback. As always, look outside of what is possible and think about what might be.